So the big question is this. How are gigging musicians like us, who don't make any money streaming, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we treat our music careers as online businesses in a way that lets us get our music and the things we believe in out to the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jared Judge, and welcome to the Gigging Musician Podcast. What's up, Gigging Pros? It's Jared Judge. I brought my microphone on top of the mountain today, still in my Arizona trip. And today, I wanted to chat about avoiding burnout as a gigging musician. And I wanted to chat about this because, you know, I'm sure every musician listening to this knows somebody or maybe even feels this way themselves who is feeling burnt out or jaded or frustrated and ready to throw in the towel. Um, whether or not you're a seasoned veteran who's been playing for 50 plus years, or if you're just getting into this gigging game and you realize it's not as easy or as uh, glamorous as you thought it was going to be. And so I wanted to chat about it, and um, I'm actually in the middle of reading a book called There's a Customer Born Every Minute. It's about the life and times of P.T. Barnum, the circus guy. And I thought it was super relevant to share because I got to this point where um, the book is written by Joe Vitale. It's like he's doing um, kind of a, an analysis piece of P.T. Barnum's life and what P.T. Barnum did so well that basically helped him create an empire that, you know, we still hear his name all over the place even though he died over 100 years ago. And one of the pieces of information that... I got out of this book was that Barnum loved his customers. He loved who he serves on a daily basis. You know, it was his job to love them as much as he possibly could and delight them in, um, you know, any way possible. And there was a story of, you know, Barnum, somebody once said to Barnum, you know, customers being a jerk to me. And Barnum said, well, you're, the customer is paying you for the right to be a jerk to you. And they're being a jerk to you because you're not serving them well. You didn't satisfy their expectations. And so how does this all relate back to music? Well, as you know, my philosophy on gigs is that gigs are not just another gig. You are serving a customer with your music. Whether or not that is a bride and groom trying to kick off their marriage with a you know live music experience or if it's a corporate event planner trying to delight their clients and encouraging them to continue having a lifelong relationship with their business, or even a bar or restaurant manager whose main business goal is to bring in more customers to buy food and drink and keep them drinking there for a long time. That way they come back and become lifelong customers. So these are our customers as musicians. And the sooner we accept that, the more success we will have booking gigs, specifically booking the high-paying gigs, because we are niching down and serving these customers at the highest level, which means we can demand a premium price. And so um, burnout happens when you don't love what you're doing. If there's an aspect of what you're doing that you know, you might feel like, I didn't sign up for this, or the people I work for are jerks, or this bar manager stiffed me, and... You know, it's, that's totally fine when you don't like your customer, but that's not a long-term strategy that will help you prevent burnout. So how do you do that? Uh, how do you prevent burnout in this specific way? And the answer is either find the customer type that you love serving 
or find a way to shift your mindset so that you do love the customer type that you are serving currently. So for my group, Dream City Strings, we serve uh, brides and grooms getting married and we serve them at a very high level through a very thorough planning process. In fact, the whole Book Live software was designed around my experience booking and planning wedding gigs and then coordinating them. And so our process of consultation and loving our customer is very thorough, very in-depth. Um, and the reviews that we get afterwards show that. Did I always love serving brides and grooms? No. You know, I'm like many other musicians. I, when I first started, got into this game, I just wanted another gig. But over time, you know, you start to develop a bond with the people that you serve. And when you realize that as the business owner, which, you know, if you're running your own gigging group, that's a business, you are the business owner, you get to dictate and control the different aspects of the way you function. And so I realized that I could, at every possible moment, even right now, I realized I could be serving that customer at a much higher level. And just by doing that, I started to appreciate them more and care for them more and, you know, design the way that I run my business around that customer instead of around my product, which is, you know, live music. And so, you know, that, that has a nice feedback loop because the more I care, the more I love the customer and the better experience they have, the more they feed that back to me and I get more positive feedback and continually want to serve them at a higher level, uh, which helps me avoid burnout. But I want to give another example. So if you're listening to this podcast, you are an example of my other type of customer. Um, so yes, musicians are my customer for the Gigging Secrets book and the Book Live app. And, um, you know, if, if I be honest with myself, I didn't always love my fellow musician as I should have. And, you know, that's something I'm, I'm also working on, and I've been working on it for a while, and I, I do love you, don't worry, you're, you're not unloved listening here. I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I didn't love my fellow musician. But when I went to music school, specifically the second time around, uh, the school I went to, there was kind of a bad attitude problem in the, the school, and, you know, I, I probably contributed to that, I'll um, be honest with you about that. But in general, like, there was a lot of uh, competition between different musicians, and it, it didn't manifest itself in a positive way that caused people to get in the practice room and really try to top one another. It manifested itself in kind of a, like, people had this air of superiority walking around, and they looked down on their fellow musician, and cliques would develop and it, it just had this uncomfortable environment. And even, you know, I, this is where I did not participate in this, but, you know, for getting people to come to band and orchestra rehearsals, there were a lot of people who would groan and grumble and say out loud that they don't want to go to rehearsal, which was, um, you know, that's tough to do when that is what you're getting your degree in is <laughs> music. And so that was tough to be around when people would complain about the very thing that they're paying thousands of dollars to get a degree in. And so just that, that negative atmosphere kind of hurt my ability to, to love my fellow musician at that time. 
and uh, it's taken me a little bit of time and, and also just finding, talking to more musicians and serving them, that has helped me get over that. Um, but there are things that can damage your love for your customer. Like if you're a bar or a club uh, musician and, and a club owner stiffs you, that can, how, how are you supposed to love somebody who stiffs you? But you have to get over it. You know, I, I had to chat with more musicians. You know, once I graduated and got out of that atmosphere, you know, I surrounded myself with musicians that I do love serving, and not all of them have bad attitudes, and that helped repair my love for my fellow musician. And it helped me celebrate their wins more. You know, when somebody would win an audition, instead of being jealous about that, I would be so happy for them because how can you celebrate your own success when you can't even celebrate the success of somebody around you. And so, love your customer fiercely because they are your customer. They are, aside from your regular family and your pets, they are the people that you will be surrounding yourself with the most. And by just shifting your attitude a little bit and understanding how can I position this or how can I frame this thought in a way that helps me love and serve my customer better, that's going to uh, help you avoid burnout. And if you're not willing to do that, well, then, you know, you're going to have a very difficult time <laughs> maintaining a positive attitude as you play your gigs or book your gigs. And quite frankly, it will affect your success at booking gigs. So if you want to be more successful, love your customer better. And, um, you know, with that, I want to close by saying I do love you, the musicians who are listening to this. I love my customers. And I'm continually working every day to find ways to love them more and serve them at a much higher level. So I hope this was helpful. Um, if you liked it, leave me a comment. Make sure to subscribe and like this podcast. And um, by now, if you don't know, I'm giving away a free copy of my book, Gigging Secrets. Uh, you just have to go to giggingsecrets.com, pay a little bit of shipping and handling, and it'll arrive at your doorstep. And then you have all of my secrets of how I book and play over six figures of gigs. Uh, so get that today. And remember, you are just one gig away. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. If you liked this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and tag me and post on Instagram, letting me know what you liked about this episode and let me know what you would like to hear in future episodes. That will help me serve you better. Also, I would love to invite you to my upcoming five-day full-time music challenge. Just give me five short days and I will show you a step-by-step -step plan to make real consistent income with your music. It's totally free and you can register on fulltimemusicchallenge.com. That's fulltime, one word, no dash in between, fulltimemusicchallenge.com. Thanks again and I hope to see you in my next challenge.